You're listening to Just Ask Malia with Malia Horde from the Malia Realty Group, recorded at Bourbon Barrel Podcasting Studios. Hi, everybody. This is Malia Horde with the Malia Realty Group. And today we are sitting around the bourbon table for our next collaborative conversation with one of our favorite pet stores in all of Kentucky, Most Valuable Pets, with my dear old friend, Melissa Witten. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. We are so excited. We've been talking about you for a couple of days <laughs> and waiting to get you at the table with us. As you know, we do these collaborative conversations because we think Lexington is one of the best places to live in the country, and we have such amazing businesses and friends in our community, and we just want to be able to share them with everybody. And your story with Vince about Most Valuable Pets we think is so unique and so special that we think everybody should know about it. Oh, we appreciate that. Oh, Yeah. So Melissa and I go back a long way. When I first moved to Kentucky 21 years ago, we were in a group of women with the National Association of Women Business Owners, and we were on the board. Mm -hmm. And we had long days and long (laughs) meetings just trying to uplift and improve women and empower them to be the best that they could be. And Melissa was so kind to get me my first dog, Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Molly was a mixed breed. She was a golden doodle. Mm-hmm. And then you helped us get our rescue, Sam, who had major problems when we first got him. Mm-hmm. And you helped us through that situation, which we were grateful for. And then you helped us give them away because we had some family situations, right? which broke our heart. And you were the most tender person there was for us to get through that. And we were really grateful for you about that as well. And then you helped us get Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you've been in my family quite some time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you helped us get Jersey, mm-hmm. who is a Cavachon, mm-hmm. and then recently Tuck. So I feel like you are a part of our family. And I'd love to be able to share your story with everybody else because I know your business is amazing. So tell us, behind every great story is a success story. How did your story start? Well, my story started with my love and passion for animals. I have had it my entire life. And so I knew that I wanted to do something with animals for the rest of my life. So I went to Auburn University. I got a, uh, my degree is in zoology. And I have always worked at a pet store. So when I was 12, I actually started volunteering at Clay's Mill Vet Clinic here in town. And I had always thought that I would go and be a veterinarian and then have a pet store. And while I was in Auburn, one of my teachers said, anyone can be a veterinarian because I had the grades and the experience. They said, but most businesses fail within five years. So why don't you go and open up a business? And if it fails, go to vet school. I was like, okay, well... (laughs) (laughs) That's an idea. I had always worked around the pet industry. I had worked in chains and local pet stores, both in Alabama, Atlanta, and Kentucky. And so I came back here because I knew that Lexington needed a pet store like I had envisioned and opened up Most Valuable Pets. And then it didn't fail. And so that is where I have been since 1993. So it's amazing when I talk to business owners, 
that have been through ups and downs that when they first started, there was someone in their life that steered them on a different path, right? We Mm -hmm. always have a vision of what we're supposed to be, and then someone has that great idea of how to take our talent and make us even better. So I love that. Yeah. Have you ever looked back on not being a vet? Oh, yes. I would love, I, I still would love to be a vet. I, I'm very lucky that I work really closely with our veterinarians. Mm-hmm. And so I still get to do a lot of the same things that I did when I was a vet tech. And that really helps in our business is my experience with the veterinary side of it. Like I said, my love and passion is for the animals. So their health and happiness is my number one priority. So I am the one that goes around and checks all the animals and makes sure that they are thriving and happy and are doing well in the environment. Because, you know, being and it's kind of like the animals in our stores, kind of like when you go on vacation and you stay in a hotel, the places that we have them is not their permanent home. This is this is their vacation home. And so it's going to be smaller and we want them to be happy even though it's not their ideal environment. And then we want them to go home with all of the supplies needed to care for them properly so that they have the proper home and can live their long and happy life with their new owners. So that that's my number one priority is keeping everything happy and healthy. When I walk into Most Valuable Pets, and for those of you that don't know where Most Valuable Pets is, right now it is in the Beaumont Center, right next to Liquor Barn, before you actually get into the circle of Beaumont. So it's over in 40513. It's over in my neighborhood, so you're my (laughs) neighborhood pet store. But when I walk into your store, not only do I feel like you're the pet store I grew up with years ago, Mm Right. When I used to go to the pet store with mom and dad, it was a big deal. There were animals that you could hold and touch and it was very interactive. Right. And I don't see that very much anymore. So tell me, how did you create this concept and is it the concept that you wanted? Well, the animals have always been what's close to my heart. I I, I could never do a store with just supplies because it's the animals that keep me going. They bring me happiness. They complete my life. So I I have always had to be surrounded by animals. And it probably started with my parents who would only allow me to have one animal at a time. Mm. And they said they kept saying when you move out, you can have as many animals as you want. <laughs> so, so I true. did. <laughs> and when I was in college, my parents came to my apartment and counted 27 living <gasps> animals in my apartment. So I was like, you know, I'm going to have this. But then when I have my store, then I won't, you know, I won't have to have them at home all the time. But actually, I still have a a sprinkling of every little type of animal at my home. I love it. And have all the animals at the store. So my goal was I wanted people to know animals like I did. You know, it, it, they also used to have the schools used to have animals in their science room and in other classrooms. And now you don't see that because of people's allergies or people's rules or this or that. And I wanted kids to learn about animals. I wanted people to be able to come in and see animals that they've never seen before. You can go to the zoo or the fair or something and get your picture taken with a parrot. And people think, oh my gosh, you know, it's great. I have this tropical bird, but you can do that every day at our store. So I wanted people to have experience with animals that they might have never seen, never touched. People who say, wow, I, you know, I wonder what a bird feels like. 
I wonder what a reptile feels like. I wonder what, you know, a turtle shell feels like. And we have it. I mean, you can come in. You can feel it. You can hold it. People don't realize the personalities of animals either, that every animal is unique and that they can come in and they can experience and and spend hours. It's kind of like Lexington's petting zoo. So It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you are the Costco of animals. <laughs> The, the Sam's, right? When you go to Sam's and Costco, you can't like leave in five minutes. You're right. locked in there for hours. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Even when we run in just to get, you know, Tuck or Jersey special food, it's, oh, what what new animal is mm-hmm. there? And, oh, look at the dog getting the doggy bath. Mm-hmm. And, oh, look at the little kid touching the turtle for the first time. And the parrot, the whole parrot wilderness and the shop is just amazing. It's it's the happy place. Right. I mean, you, you don't leave there. The only time someone leaves there crying is a little kid that couldn't take the pet <laughs> with them. Well, that's what I always tell my employees is we are the second happiest place on earth. And we have to keep it going. I love it. So tell me, when most people think about a pet store, right, they think about somewhere to go get a dog or a cat. But you are way beyond that. Tell me, what types of animals do you guys carry? Well, we carry a lot of different types of animals. We have both fresh and saltwater fish. We have uh, birds, cats, dogs, reptiles, small animals. So what do small animals mean to you? So small animals are like guinea pigs, rabbits, ferrets, chinchillas, hedgehogs. Rats are huge pets right now. What? Oh, yeah. Hairless rats, Dumbo rats. I mean, there's all different kinds of these specialty rats. The thing about rats is they actually are very intelligent. It's kind kind of weird, but it's kind of like having a kitten. But their lifespan is actually only one to three years. Oh, my goodness. So people who don't want to have a big commitment but really want to have that bonding experience of a pet rat's a great starter pet or a pet for transitional people who maybe are like in college or not going to live at their place, you know, very long. Okay. So I just have to ask this question. What do they eat? Uh, well, they're actually a seed eater. They, they now make foods that are like little rings. It kind of looks like Cheerios and you can feed them, but rats actually eat all kinds of things. So it's kind of like Templeton at the fair. They'll <laughs> <laughs> eat about just, just about anything you want to give them. So I remember a time coming in and you were selling bags of flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have hornworms, we have fruit flies, we have uh, mealworms, dubia roaches, which kind of look like those little isopods that you find under a log. Uh, crickets, we probably sell 20,000 crickets a week. It is, yeah, we have lots of bugs, too. You obviously cater to every member of the family, every taste of the family in terms of a pet or an animal. Tell me, Vince, he's your business partner, right? and you have two beautiful daughters, Mm -hmm. grew up with my boys, Uh right? Tell me how they're involved, because this is truly a family business. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, you know, we are... We're not only a family-owned business, but we like to deal with family-owned businesses. And I love we that. have Just love it. personal relationships with all of our breeders. So we know them. They're our friends. So they're not like commercial breeders that some uh, commercial pet stores would get their animals from. They're all within a two-hour radius. They are all Kentucky proud. Mm-hmm. And not only do we personally know them and go to their place, 
but we give you all of the information when you get the new pet so that you can go and have a personal relationship with them. But Vince, he um, started out in the store right next to me, and we did the store ourselves for several years before we started bringing on uh, different employees. But as time has gone on, his specialty really are the fish. Mm-hmm. So he does aquarium maintenance and pond design, uh, install and maintenance for not only commercial businesses, restaurants, doctor's offices, but also people in their homes. He does everything from somebody's 10-gallon aquarium to he has several horse farms that have 1,000-gallon ponds. So, wow. Yeah, so he kind of just is the water boy. <laughs> and to toot his horn a little bit, isn't there just a specialty license or designation that he has that the, or that you have that, that's very limited across the nation? Yes. <laughs> we are both companion animal specialists, and that is given by PIJAC, which is the Pet Industry Joint Association Council. And you only get that certifications when you complete all six modules. So they have a module for fish, birds, Uh, cats, dogs, small animals, and reptiles. And once you, uh, it's a a two-hour course for each one, and then you have a home study that you have to do. And after you pass all of the tests, you get each designation. And when you get all six, then you are a certified companion animal specialist, which Vince and I are the only certified companion animal specialist in Kentucky. And I was the first woman to complete it. The second in the nation, the other guy beat me by like oh a couple of days. Oh. <laughs> but it was close. <laughs> Girl power. I know. <laughs> Not only is she fierce, she's sassy and she's really <laughs> smart, guys. <laughs> okay, but you also do the ponds, and that's a specialty, right. correct? Is it there is. Do you have competition with that? Does Vince have competition with that? There are a few other companies okay. that will do it. Um, I think one of the things that makes Vince different is he listens to what the consumer wants and will try to create their vision. Some of the other um, places that will do it have kind of a commercial type field. You know, they come out, they say, this is what we can do for you. And then you either take it or leave it. Cookie cutter. Right. Okay. So I'll we, say it. we don't cookie cutter anything. Everything is custom. Awesome. So veneer and star it. Uh-huh. Are your daughters. Yes. Lanier has started, oh my gosh, when I met her, right? She's 20 years old. She just turned 21 this year. Oh gosh, because Brendan's (laughs) right behind her. Uh So we shared our first together, which Mm -hmm. is great. I remember us being pregnant. Yes. Tell me, what what is her hopes and dreams? Do they, I know my boys have grown up in the business. And what I have noticed is that when our children grow up in the business, they either love it or hate it. I think when they were younger, they loved it at first, right? Because oh, I used to have yeah. the gift company, right? So that was right. always fun. And in real estate, they see the hours. And so there's a love-hate. Mm-hmm. But now that they're older, Will just got his license, Brennan's about to, your girls are now in the business, right? Right. Tell me, what lessons do you see that they have learned? Because you are such a fierce, successful businesswoman, mom, mm-hmm. partner, What do you you see the qualities that they've learned from it that you say, wow, looking back, I did good? Well, for one thing, their confidence level and the ability to communicate 
with anyone. 100%. And so many people are afraid of public speaking or speaking to total strangers. That was a little difficult, especially when they were young, (laughs) teaching what a stranger was because there weren't any strangers. I mean, whoever came into the store, they were our best friends. So really that the confidence, the business savvy, the problem solving, huge in that. Because that's one thing that we talk about every day. This is what happened at the store. What would you have done to have fixed this problem? Listening to what their ideas were and then saying, you know, well, how about this? Or maybe you should do this next time. And so it really has helped quite a bit. Their management skills are going to be totally on par. Lanier, she is at Florida Southern on their swim team. And she, her goal is to be a marine biologist. Wow. So she wants to save the corals of the world. That is her her big passion. Starrett, uh, really, I haven't figured out what her passion yet is. Of course, she's only 10, but she loves talking to people that she is a chatterbug. So anything with communication. <laughs> well, and I, I remember Starrett being on Vince's shoulders every time you guys went somewhere or we walked in the store. I mean, she was attached at the hip. From yes. the moment she came out of the wound. Right. As far as I know, you know, being in the store and out of the store. Yes. And it seems like she never left. Right. It's almost like, I mean, this like a cave woman in, in the pet <laughs> store. Like, like, I think she never leaves. She's always there. Right. She's the permanent fixture. I love it. Well, and they love the store in the beginning. They go through a period where they're like, oh, why do I have to keep being here? Then as they get older, then they get friends who love the store. And so then they're like, oh, the store's really cool. So then they want to come back to the store. And what I one thing that I noticed, it was really great, is it's a whole new workforce. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, I had all, all the employees that I had from 1993. But then as Lanier's friends started growing up, they started hanging out in the pet store when she was about nine or 10. And when they got to be 16, they all came to work for me. So oh. I had their entire group and then they went off to college, and some of them are still work for me. And then I see Starrett's friends now starting to want to come and hang out at the pet store. And I'm like, this is great. Six years from now, I'll have a whole new group. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> I mentioned earlier, right? You have supplied me with three beautiful animals, right? I never thought after we gave up Molly because of our circumstances and you helped us find the most amazing family and we're so grateful for that. But when we got Jersey, I never thought I could find a better one. And then we found Tuck with you and we'll have a little shout out about the opportunity for other people to get a Tuck Mm -hmm. because you shared that with us. But I feel like you you always have what I need when I come in, right? You always have my, my answers. Goal. You're always solving my problems. That's what I try to do is always solve the problems. Mm-hmm. And I know if there's anything about our animals, you're my go-to person. So when people are looking, we're coming up on the holidays, right? right. So everybody asks me where Tuck came from, where Jersey, and I'm like, most valuable pet. You got to go see Melissa. You got to go see Melissa. What is the most popular pet that you sell? Uh, they go in seasons. So okay. what is what is popular now won't be popular in three months. What's popular in three months won't be popular in six months. So everything has a time. Uh, right now, puppies are very, very popular, especially with the pandemic. Everybody wants something to hold, cuddle, give them unconditional love. 
Also, to have a responsibility, people who are at home who aren't getting out, they need something to have to feed and have to walk and have to take care of. And so that that's really good um, for the soul. But really, uh, there's all kinds of other pets that are really popular right now. Chameleons are super popular. Really? Hedgehogs are super popular. So these are things that we've always had, but for some reason right now, and I'm not sure why, I think chameleons, it's TikTok. Um, (laughs) Not sure about the hedgehogs, but yeah, those are some popular ones at the moment. With Christmas time coming up, Mm -hmm. we think about all the toys that kids want, you know, the Cabbage Patch Craves, the the Beanie Babies. Oh my God, I'm really dating myself. And you know, <laughs> those little dolls that were last year. What kind of season? What What is the next best thing for this Christmas? What is the typical thing you'll find people coming in and asking for at Christmas time? So really, you need to listen to your kids because your kids are going to tell you what they want, and every child is different. So pets aren't, you know, toys. If Johnny has it, they may want it, but right. pets are more personal. And so listen to your kids. Do they really want a puppy? Are they ready for that responsibility? Or maybe they have allergies and so like a bearded dragon might be better. Or, you know, if you're traveling all the time, maybe something that's more portable like a hermit crab. So think about your lifestyle, how what you're going to be able to take care of, and also what they're interested in. Don't pick a pet that you want. Pick a pet that the child wants if it is for the child. Because everybody needs to pick out what their pet is because it's like having a child. So you really want that bond. If you don't have that bond, then you're not going to take care of it the way that you should. So don't you find parents would do that, but really they're the ones taking care of it? Yeah. Well, (laughs) I have to say most of my pets, I said they were for my children, but they were really for For me. me. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So... Christmas is coming up. Mm -hmm. I know I keep doing that because we are in the pandemic and everybody's seen supplies kind of narrow down. Right. So what would you recommend a parent looking for the perfect gift for the child to put under the tree? What would you tell them to do? So I would think about what they want now and then tell us, let us know what it is that you're looking for so that we can make sure that we have it. It's possible we'll have to get it in now. Say, if your child wants a a turtle or a tortoise, I need to get it now. And then they can put it on hold and we will hold it for them until Christmas. Um, Dogs and cats, the mammals, we tend to not want to hold them longer than a month. So by the end of November, you want to start picking out what you want and then we hold it for you. And we have Santa Pickup so Ooh, tell us about Santa, Santa can come in and decide what Santa wants to bring. And then we will hold it for you until Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Eve, even though we close at five o'clock on Christmas Eve, we open up again from 11 until midnight. That's amazing. For Santa to come back and get the pets. Brilliant. So, yeah. And then any of the supplies that you may need, say you already have a pet, but you want to get a new home or a new toy or a new special thing, I would be looking for it now because we don't know what the supply shortage is going to be. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, I know across the nation with this pandemic, it's really taken a lot of the small businesses that you and I have many friends with, and it's either shut them down or brought them close to shut down, Mm -hmm. and they're still out for the count. Right. Both you and I are extremely fortunate and blessed that we get to do 
a business that we love, but we've also been deemed essential. Right. Because you're pets, you've been deemed essential by the state of Kentucky. What are some of the hardships or some of the, I tell people, we had to adapt. Right. We either adapted or we died. You right. You know, we, we lost our business. Right. Um, what are some of the things that you, as your business, saw that you had to adapt to very quickly? Well, how we conduct business, you know, it used to be that people came in and they would spend hours playing with the pets and people don't come in and spend that m- amount of time anymore. They come in, they know what they want, they come in, find it, maybe ask a few questions and then they leave. So they're not spending the time that they used to. They're not asking the questions that they used to. They're relying more on the internet for their answers, which as we all know, that's somebody's opinion. That's right. So it's you're not necessarily getting the right information or good information. And a lot of the things, especially like fish tanks, that kind of thing, you need to know what the local source is. You need to know local water quality, uh, local issues that you might have. Um, another, have, you, have you found that you had to step up then your social media, your website? Did we you have, find bringing your resources in? We have, we, you know, we have done home delivery, free home delivery since we opened in 1993. That's right. But a lot of people didn't know about it. So we've really promoted that curbside delivery where we will go and pick up your animal for grooming and then have them groomed and then bring them home so that you really don't have to leave your house. You just call us and tell us what you need. We take care of you. It's amazing. But one of the the biggest problems, not only that I see now, but also in the future, is people's buying habits have changed. And so, so many people now are buying on the internet, and that is killing small local businesses. That's right. And uh, there is no way to compete with that. So, even for the ones that are doing well now, that's going to be an ongoing battle. So, let's talk about that competition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we always think about who are your competitors, and I would think as an outsider, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, your outside competitor would be PetSmart because mm-hmm. it's this big, huge, you know, pet store, which I think is a completely different concept. There's pet value. Right. But I never stopped to think about the internet. So tell me about your competitors and how you're different than them. Well, Amazon and Chewy's actually are our two largest competitors. Mm. And they that's nationally. I mean, they're trying to eat up Everyone. Yeah. And they're very difficult to compete with. Now, we always match prices and we will also special order anything. They can get it to you within one to two days. It takes us a little longer to get it. But when you buy it from us, you're supporting a local family who is also supporting the community and is giving jobs to your children when they need it. That's right. Paying our payroll taxes, which pay for our firemen and our police department. Or mayor or or city services. Right. All of the the corporate pet stores around, like Pet Value, PetSmart, Pet Value is from Canada, and PetSmart is in California. So your your money is not staying in Kentucky. The things that I've heard from you that people may not have known about is, one, you match pricing. Mm -hmm. So like all of these big companies, you match their pricing. Right. So why wouldn't we shop local? Right. You'll pick up my pet to do the grooming. And you have a grooming service, mm-hmm. right? You also have all of the different nuances that go to care for your animal. Plus, you have all the supplies, both for food and for comfort. Beds, right. bowls, toys, chewies, mm-hmm. right? Right. Shampoos, Everything how to care for them. You have the dog wash, which is great. 
And then you also have the curbside, mm-hmm. which everybody, if you notice, all the businesses have implemented, but yet right. you've always had that. Right. And you have the pickup and delivery service where you're catering to the conveniences of taking care of that family because it is our family. Our pets are right. our family. Yes. Right. So I agree. Now, the internet, I totally agree. And we're going to encourage everybody throughout the week when we, you know, do this collaborative spotlight for you to make sure that people know all of your different services and your website and your phone numbers, because we do have to support locally. Yes. Why aren't there more pet stores like you? It's hard. Because it's such a, I mean, (laughs) I, I, anyone that is listening to this podcast, you really have to come in and see Most Valuable Pets. It is truly, truly special it is massive, right? You've had, yeah. what, three different locations in your lifetime? Yes. Um, and it's 4,800 square feet of fun. <laughs> but, well, I, I the main reason is because, you know, animals have to have care 365 days a year. There are no snow days. There are no holidays. They have to no be sick taken days. care of. No There's sick no days. So we're there regardless of whether we're open. We're actually only closed three days a year. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Easter, and we still have to come in and take care of the pets. But I think people, it's the liability issue. It's a lot of cost because we are very big in preventative care. So we have all of our animals seen by our veterinarian regularly, whether they have an issue or not, so that we can make sure that we provide the happiest, healthiest animals. And then it's education. It's one thing to uh, teach someone how to sell or how to how to give the right food or the right shampoo. It's totally another thing to teach somebody how to take care of every single animal that we sell yeah. um, and how to keep them happy and healthy for the rest of their life. And so it's a big commitment of time and energy and employment. Well, I think it's remarkable that you haven't closed down, you haven't shut down. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think a lot of people are probably – wondering so i'm going to ask are you hiring we are you know we we had kind of a hiring freeze during the pandemic to make sure not only that our employees had the hours that they needed but also that we could stay safe and under government regulations um but now we have just started the hiring process so yes we are hiring i want to touch on one more thing before um we open it up but you have always had amazing events at Most Valuable Pets. Mm -hmm. You, like me, we love doing the events for the clients, the customers. And it's been hard with the pandemic that we've had to stop it. Our hamster derby, the very first time. And actually, we had moved the hamster derby because we were going to have it the week after the Kentucky Derby, which it's the way that it is every single year. Every year. And then when Churchill Downs said that they weren't having any fans, I was like, well... We can't have fans for our hamster derby. So we uh, had to cancel it. And now Trunk or Treat is in jeopardy. So. That's one of your big ones. That's right. super fun. Yes. So, uh, but next year, I plan on putting all of them back into motion. Uh, it starts out February with our puppy love. And then we have the hamster derby in May. We have the Dog Days of Summer event in August, the Trunk or Treat in October. So we try to have all and then kinds Santa of fun pickup. things. And then Santa pickup. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So much fun. Now you can get dog bones. You can get gift certificates. I'm sure if you called up Melissa online and asked her, 
you know, if she could find something and get it for you, she could. Right. I would encourage everybody, if you are thinking about any kind of pet, reptile, fish, small animal, dog, cat, for Christmas or within the next three months, I would start making a phone call or an inquiry now mm-hmm. because it is the most popular time of year for their store to get those. And we want to make sure that we have those in for you. Also, tell me, you didn't mention, and I think people should know this, about the rescues. And I mentioned it a little bit with Mm -hmm. our second dog, Sam, who was a black lab pit. We were at one of the NABO events with a fair and ended up having the Woodford Humane Mm -hmm. Society there. And they had some rescue dogs and everyone oohed and ah. And I was told I could foster Sam. We took him home. He got very sick. You helped us get the right vet. Um, You do a lot with rescue dogs Mm -hmm. as well. Tell us. Well, we have, uh, we sponsor the rescue, the Paws for the Cause cats in our cat room. And then we have various rescue dogs from time to time from different rescues. Also, some people can't keep their animals, so we try to help find them homes too. So we try to also help the community so your pets don't have to go to rescues. And one thing that makes us different is when we have an animal in our care, we totally take care of it. So we're going to feed it the finest food. We're going to have um, daily sanitation. We're going to make sure that they get the proper vet care. So it's like our child until we find it a new home. So that's um, the animals are, like I said, our number one priority. So we make sure that they're well taken care of until we can get them to the proper place. Amazing. What is the best part of your story? I mean, you've been doing this since 1993. <sighs> Connecting, connecting, connecting the the right pets to the right family. You know, one of our, our tagline is, "We have any pet you seek to make your family complete," Aww. and that's that's what we do. And listening to the stories of the animals that uh, have found the great homes and how the people come in and will tell me the story about how they've had them. For 15 years, 18 years, the birds, they've had them since we opened. So, and the bond between them, it's just touching. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved you sharing your story with us. How special for us to be a part of it and listen to it and get to watch you through the years. I mean, 21 years, I've gotten to watch you do what you do best. And it's been an inspiration. My, I know my family's been blessed by it. You've completed our family. So, and Tuck, Tuck is really special. Tuck is going to have some, he's going to have some offspring soon, (laughs) our little six month old that we got on Mother's Day. Uh Um, Melissa just shared with us that he's about to have some offspring hit her store within the next week. Yes. So if anybody wants a little Tuck, be sure to get in touch with Most Valuable Pets. Uh And you did say something, it was remarkable because when you handed us his papers, it did have the breeder on there with right. the contact phone number mm-hmm. and all of that. And I I commented on that a lot of times, not only at the store when I left, but to my husband and then to a couple of friends that, oh, I have the breeder or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And there is that loyalty. The breeder does want that relationship with us because right. you had that relationship with them. Right. And there's that trust, family, bonding, collaborating mm-hmm. that makes you what you are and why you are so good at what you do. So really impressive. Well, I appreciate it. So Melissa, tell us your contact information, street address, 
You're in the Beaumont Center yes. right next to Liquor Barn. So it's Most website. Valuable Pets at 921 Beaumont Center Lane. And the phone number is 859-219-0056. Or you can find our web address at www.mostvaluablepets.com. And we also, if you want to see really cute animal pictures, our Facebook page is filled with them. Awesome. Now, do you have Instagram, Twitter, any of that? Yep. All of that. We have all of that. So be sure to find Most Valuable Pets and Melissa's family on all those social media outlets. We will definitely be um, sending those out to everybody as well. well That's great. As always, it's so good to see it's you. It's nice to see you, We too. value you. We're so glad you're part of our community. And thank you so much for being a part of our collaborative conversation. Thank you for having me. You bet. Well, that wraps up another great podcast. Thank you so much for joining us at the Just Ask Malia's podcast series. It's always a pleasure to help the local and future residents of Kentucky make smart real estate decisions. And we love connecting you to our community. And that's why we do this. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast series. Make sure your friends and family know all about it. Tag, like us, find us on Facebook, social media. And remember, when you're ready to buy, sell, build, or invest, I'm your girl, Just Ask Malia.